Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the great event. You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Good morning, everybody. My name is Colin, and I'm the COE, the chief of everything, over here at New Scooters for Less. And this is our new podcast, and I have a couple of really good friends with me today. And um, we, this is the first one of these that we are doing, at least for this specific type of podcast. And we are just going to see what the heck happens. Peyton, my man, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I'm uh, Peyton Stoller. I am the owner and founder and janitor of the crocodile. <laughs> the janitor. Mostly janitor. And then I also have my buddy Ty here with me. Ty, introduce yourself. Tell everybody what you do. What's up? I'm Ty Rickarian. I uh, founded Best of Gainesville. Uh, went to Florida, run a golf academy in town, and uh, just trying to figure out some some cool stuff to grow Gainesville. Cool, man. Hey, so I'm always super passionate about Gainesville, which is one of the reasons why I'm doing this, because I want to highlight a lot of other Gainesville businesses. And I'm just fascinated by the origin stories, right? So, Peyton, tell us your origin story. Like, how the heck did the crocodile ever come to be? Uh, Okay, that's a pretty good one. Uh, Basically, uh, I started at UF as a freshman in 2013. um, And I lived in uh, Murphy area dorms with uh, no air conditioning. So, me and a couple friends got pretty bored. And uh, we saw the alligator lying around, and we thought it would be funny uh, if we made a fake one of these. And so we did. At Target Copy, we printed out some pieces of paper, and uh, we we stayed up all night and put them in some boxes and got a response the next day that was absolutely insane. Everything from like people posting on Facebook. Well, is to... this like one of those drunken night things? No. <laughs> like, I just feel like I would never be like, let me Definitely. stay up all night and make yeah. fun of a different news. No, we stayed up all night because in the common area there was air conditioning. So, you know, you stayed up in there, work on your computer. So we ended up, <laughs> you know, staying up all night, putting them in the boxes. And then we stayed in the, uh, went to the Starbucks in Library West just to like scope it out to watch people take them from the boxes at like 7 a.m. after being out the whole time. And we didn't realize that no students were going to come at that time. So it was literally all like faculty and staff like going and picking up in the boxes and just being so confused and just like looking at it and like putting it back and grabbing an alligator or something. So it's really funny to watch them, you know, watch them all, watch them all take that. So how many did you print that first night just a hundred like a hundred yeah it was like you know we were paying like target copy like prices where they you know they charge you for like a lot for paper because it's on demand so it was literally just like because we can there was no like let's give these to every student how did you judge the success of that first night like i mean Uh you just by sitting there watching people and like well you're like studying their reactions (laughs) to what you guys wrote well i I think the pivotal thing is that so of course i passed out till like 1 p.m or whatever and i woke up to like all my friends texting me and they're like hey you gotta go look at the alligator editor's facebook and i was like okay and uh there was just this huge like long post about like this is an affront to journalism and like, you know, why do you hate journalists so much? And I, so they were like, they were, they were mad. They felt personally attacked. Yeah. So, wow. um, which was funny because I didn't even realize that that would be an option, but did you label it the crocodile that first time? Or yeah. Did that come later? Yeah. You did. 
I like reverse font searched like their font and everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, you know, did the masthead like that. But um, yeah, I think it was uh, the, in- the initial outrage that really was uh, the exciting part, you know, for a little group of freshmen to be like, oh, let's keep pissing people off. <laughs> so you're a freshman when you did it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. I mean, has that backlash continued from the No, I mean, no. So there's been, um, you know, it changes with the editors. I mean, we're like friendly with them. Obviously, we don't like hate journalism. So it ended up not being an issue. Um, But we, you know, we've had a lot of writers that write for both who will remain unnamed, you know, (laughs) at their request. I'm just going to make this so great. I hope, like, let's just get more transparent as we go. Can you you censor me later when I say Everybody's like, like, you should do this on a Friday night when you're drinking, and then that way you just get super transparent about everything. Are there any current writers that are writing for both? Not that I can name. Oh, so cool. Ty, tell us a little bit about your story and like what you're doing, because you've been in Gainesville a while, right? Uh, Gainesville on and off. So I was actually in Vegas for just over two years. Um, golf took me out there. I got done playing at UF uh, in 09. Uh, had a decent run of a professional career and uh, ended up working in the golf industry. And I actually ran a startup golf club in Vegas for two years. We did a whole rebranding. Uh, it was a beautiful place overlooking the strip. Really cool. Um, kind of leads into the best of Gainesville story. I wasn't really a social media guy when I was out there, um, but it's Vegas, so you're kind of marketing to the world, and I uh, that was part of my position. So I found myself on the strip every day uh, dealing with hotels and conventions and all sorts of stuff. And, you know, Vegas is pretty opulent. It's beautiful. Um we had Hummer golf carts, Escalade golf carts. We had drones. You know, the sunsets out there are crazy. So I find myself, you know, posting that to Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Instagram was relatively new for me. I had a personal one that probably had six photos. Um, and I got pretty good at doing it and saw some influx of people following us or coming to play golf from uh, around the world because of Instagram. And uh, for one convention, some guy from Canada called me and booked a, a tournament that booked us over $50,000 from Instagram. Dang. Um, and that moment, you know, I'm not spending any money and he booked it cause he wanted to ride the Hummer. And I was like, all right, you know, I, I can figure this out. Like we've got enough photos, you know, the golf course is awesome. Um, I'm going to focus on Instagram and learn, you know, kind of how to hack it, you know, when to post, how to post, who to reach out to. So we do celebrities uh, that would come out there. We do hole in ones, you know, just really cool pictures. And we kind of won that space in Vegas um, for a rebranding golf course in less than a year. Um, so fast forward a couple years later, uh, we're a little tired of Vegas. So we, uh, my girlfriend and I decided to move back to Gainesville. And uh, while we're in Vegas, I, we kind of learned Las Vegas from best of Las Vegas. It was run by the newspaper, that, but they had a pretty good Instagram account. And we found all the little uh, interesting restaurants and places to go. And it kind of forced us to figure it out. And uh, being away from Gainesville for a little bit, when I came back, you know, there's new bars, there's new restaurants, there's, there's things to do or things I was now interested in that I wasn't when I was growing up here in school. Uh, Real quick, how long were you away for? About just over two years. Okay. And I grew up in Gainesville. So I'd been Gainesville uh, growing up in college. uh, I'd traveled around pretty good for golf, but uh, Vegas was the only other place I'd lived besides Gainesville. 
So to be honest, I wasn't exactly excited to move back. Um, I think as a lot of people, they come to Gainesville, they might want to leave. But as I, you know, visited a couple times, I was like, yeah, you know, Gainesville's getting better. I can maybe see myself here and uh, decided to start Best of Gainesville more to force myself into doing some things, not you know, not think I kind of know what I'm doing when I come back. And I didn't have uh, work really lined up, so I had some freedom uh, to kind of explore and see what see what happens. And I started Best of Gainesville, and it uh, it didn't blow up exactly right away, um, but I could see the trends, that it was kind of filling a space. And uh, about six months in, I ran the season of giving over the holiday season in 2016, um, maybe four months in, actually. And I set up 30 days of giveaways. I did like 45 giveaways for free. Um, it was a lot of work, but we went from a couple thousand to like seven or 8,000 people following. And uh, since then, it's been just crazy. Um, so now we've got like 24,000 followers and it's growing. We've worked with little businesses, big businesses, UF, we've done everything. So, so what's like your ultimate vision with that now? You know, I, I'm still trying to figure that out, you know, dealing with uh, you and Peyton, trying to like put the minds together to, you know, put Gainesville on the map is kind of, you know, where I'm, where I'm thinking. I'm trying to fill my role in that kind of world. Um, you know, we get a lot of people that went to school here or uh, grew up here that start following us. So we're kind of almost that liaison that gives you a snapshot back into where you grew up or where you went to school and it keeps it current. Um, we also get people looking to move here, move their business here that'll DM us or, or send us an email, you know, asking us, hey, where should I eat? Like, where should I go? Or you wouldn't believe how many people went to school that never went to Payne's Prairie or Lachua Trail or Micanope. They have no idea and they feel like they've missed out. Um, we had a senior girl that uh, entered to win a contest and she wrote me a DM. You know, she had never been to this restaurant and now she's been three times since I posted about it. You know, so we're trying to tell that story a little quicker. So, so people are looking at you as like a resource. Yeah, we're kind of like become, a connection to Gainesville. Yeah, definitely. So it's become almost like a little bit of a tourism portal mixed with uh, kind of pressing the university community together with the uh, the Gainesville community. Um, so you said that you had a company out in Vegas or somebody who saw you and paid you $50,000? Yeah, so... I mean, have you had any sort of deal like that come from the best of Gainesville? We've had some decent deals. The The golf course deal was... Uh, I did a lot of this international like sales, so it was a big okay. convention, CES, um, one of the biggest conventions on the Strip. We had a major company that decided to book our golf course out for two days. So it wasn't, wasn't me personally. It's my golf club that uh, we had 300 people roll through the door everything paid for um and he he just wanted to ride the hummer and that came with 50 grand in in golf so it was, a, <laughs> it was pretty good cool one of my focuses or one of the things that i love about gainesville or really not necessarily about gainesville let's one of the things that I love about business in general are those that just deliver that customer experience, right? Our number one core value here is to create and recreate the ultimate customer experience, the UCE, the whoa damn. I like to make experiences where people like walk in and they go, whoa, damn. <laughs> right, that's the one thing that we're always talking about. So is there any, like, tell me about a moment in your business where you've been able to deliver that. I mean, you guys probably do it all the time. I've seen it with, even articles online where I see something gets shared, like, I don't even know, how many, let's start there. 
how many times has like a specific article like the one that you can remember just got shared so much because i think that's a whoa damn type of moment right yeah um i say off the top of my head probably the most popular one was uh back when we had a the quarterback get suspended for the taking some performance enhancing drugs we did an article about how he just drank a lot of gatorade instead or something like that and uh, i think we got seventy-five thousand views in just like a day off of people were like commenting and on like the espn articles and stuff and like people were coming in from like uh you know crazy destinations and stuff like that so it was crazy to see that you know as many or more people than fit in the stadium are reading the article in a single day yeah, I feel like, just like as a visualization, it was pretty insane. I just remember seeing a couple articles by you guys that were not sponsored posts on Facebook. They were they were shared and it like was in my feed. And I was just like, dang, this guy is like on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is he creating over yeah, here? Those are always uh, good days. So, <laughs> Well, was there any other type of like, whoa, damn or like that? Wow moment. Uh, yeah, I'd say, I mean, our most one of our most popular videos are Squirrel Party one, which when the shirts are represent. So the Squirrel Party is is basically just a um, a political party at UF that says everyone should elect the squirrels instead of you know like squabbling over like you know different parties and like whatever they want. Just like a funny take on on the whole process without like picking sides really. Um, so they texted me the intro. I left class to go make the video real quick. Um, we made it in like an hour and we posted it and then, you know, we ended up getting, I think like 60,000 views just in the weekend that we did it. Um, and printing off, we sold like hundreds of t-shirts based on it and like all kinds, all kinds of stuff like that. And it was, uh, it was crazy to think that it was just like on a whim of someone saying, Hey, let's make this video. And then we did and it was crazy. (laughs) So, uh, that's awesome. What about you, Ty? Like what, any uh, any moment where you just blew customers away, or yeah, there's a couple moments that I think kind of are the uh, you know the things that kind of flipped us into being just a like an Instagram account to actually having a value within the community. And one was uh, hurricane season, kind of right when we started. Um, I forget what which hurricane it was, but it was a hurricane that missed us. Um, and school had closed down. Gainesville had pretty much closed down, and and it missed us. I think it went. I think it went east. And uh, my girlfriend and I were in Midtown at Swamp eating, and I kind of posted, you know, something like, you know, X and X are starting to open in Midtown. What else is open out there? Um, you know, so we get people from all sides of the community. I got people in Hale saying, "Hey, Lime Rock's open." I got people in, uh, you know, on Archer Road saying, "Hey, you know, Zaxby's is opening." Whatever. Um, and we got pockets from every side of Gainesville and people, you know, are adding their friends and it just it just kept rolling. And, uh, you know, I was kind of wondering, you know, where else can you find that on, you know, because Facebook, you might not see things or you're not as you know friends with different people. And it's a little bit more pay to play. And Instagram, if you have some value, it can blow up. And uh, that was a, just a really cool experience because it it kind of, you know, drove maybe some business to these local businesses that they weren't going to get. And, uh, you know, just kind of opened people's eyes of, you know, how quickly you can reach people and, uh, you know, deliver a, a positive message, you know, to maybe help people out that didn't prepare accordingly and they had some options. Um, and that was that was pretty cool. And then, you know, I kind of stayed in the shadows as far as promoting Best of Gainesville for a while. And it was just funny when I'd kind of say, hey, you know, 
someone would ask me if I follow that or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's right here on my phone. Like, you know, we can, I can just post you if I want. And, you know, that was kind of fun that I had friends and family members and people that I was very close with that I had no idea I was running it yeah. and they were fans, um, or entered contests or whatever. Um, so that, that's always cool when I get someone that I know or, you know, former athletes enter and, and it's just, it's just fun. Cause you know, I'm not asking them to do anything and they're just, you, they find value in it and they, uh, they find it's a fun way to connect. What have you seen by others that has just delivered so much value to you? Is there anybody in particular or anything, just a, a tactic, a method, something? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm always blown away about with just how much talent there is across the board on Instagram, especially just in Gainesville. Um, and I won't, I won't name anybody because I think there's just tons and I don't want to leave anybody out, but I'm always, I'm always looking at other people's accounts and just finding new ways to, you know, tell the, the story in particular a certain way. And, you know, Instagram's cool because it always is adding things. If it's links or, you know, gifts or whatever animation you can do. And I'm always trying to learn from people, you know, new ways to take food photos or new ways to do this. And, and the great thing about Instagram is, you know, there's just so many niches you can follow and learn from people and you really get to showcase your personality. And through Best of Gains, I want to help some of these brands kind of put themselves out there, not not via our brand, but put their personal brands out there. So, you know, we've been working on some cool things behind the scenes to maybe start to reach this Gainesville influencer community. And uh, it's going to be some exciting stuff. I'm very hopeful. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, tell me a little bit about the Insta Chamber stuff that you're doing, because this is something that I think is super unique. It was super interesting to me when you first told me about it, and I think it could provide a lot of value to others. I hope it's all right that I'm even mentioning it. Maybe, yeah. it's, something, maybe it's something you're trying to keep underground and no. now just expose it to the world. <laughs> yeah, we've but been like, keeping it a little bit underground just because we're still learning on how to exactly... Um, kind of grow it exponentially. So we're kind of testing some things inside. But but what it is, is uh, we call it the Insta Chamber and it's kind of a social media facing chamber of commerce with zero affiliation. And most of it is kind of some play on our channels, Best of Gainesville and Eat Gainesville in particular, not just posts, but in the stories. We do some collaborations with businesses together. So, you know, for instance, we'll use like one of our food trucks with a business and we'll run like their holiday party. And we we all attend those and uh, we all share kind of each other's stuff. And then we do some consulting and other things on the side. But it's just a way to interact with these local businesses on a daily basis. You know, bring that kind of uh, camaraderie or meetup group to the businesses themselves rather than meeting at a hotel or a random happy hour or a breakfast. We want to bring people to your business during business hours and uh help people look better on social media so they kind of look what you know they look like they're doing the right thing not in a fake way but in a good way so when people come to Gainesville they think hey you know Gainesville understands social media it's pretty the feed is awesome you know this might be somewhere I want to move my business or I want to move and uh you know maybe stop for a little longer when you're on your way back to Miami or Atlanta or whatever you stop and have lunch maybe check some of these places out um, so it's kind of a big goal, but, uh, you know, I, I think Gainesville's got more to offer the community than maybe people know as far as 
from the west side, maybe coming downtown, even staying at a bed and breakfast and having a stay, you know, staying here for the weekend. And I think it's a better stop than just going to Archer Road on your way to or from someone. I want I want them to come over to our side of the city and experience kind of uh, what we have to offer. So kind of pairing with these local businesses is kind of the long term play for that idea. Um, and it's growing. We've we're adding new businesses every week and uh, and it's kind of fun. So it's definitely not finished or the full thought isn't there yet. Right. Um, but we're figuring out how to be efficient with it and uh, make it di- make a difference. So you have a passion for Gainesville very much like I do. Definitely. Okay. Now, did you guys see this clip of The Simpsons this week? Did you see it? I heard yeah. about it. Heard about it. Yeah, did I didn't. It? I didn't see it live. I watched it after uh, people had started sharing. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't watch it either. Like somebody shared the clip yeah. with me, but you've seen it. Yeah. So I mean, what? How does that make you feel or think? I mean, especially with somebody who's like me, promoting the greater Gainesville community, all the great things we have to offer. I'm trying to convince students all the time not to leave. I want you to stay. <laughs> like, there's so many great businesses here. Like, don't don't leave. Like, stay. Work work with us. I guess this label of like Gainesville just it's a college town somewhere where you go to school and then you leave. And I really want to help change that perception. And then an episode of The Simpsons comes out where we get labeled as Dolesville. <laughs> I mean, what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I... Did you laugh at it? <laughs> yeah, I laughed at it. You know, I, I thought Mayor Poe said it pretty good. Like, you know, if you've made The Simpsons, you're, you're probably doing something correct. We showed up in a boardroom somewhere and someone was like, we can make fun of them because they can maybe deal with it. Um, I think it gives us a good marketing opportunity also. I mean, one, we're on the map. Two, we can combat it because it's not it's not dull. Um, so it kind of sets us up for success to me. And I'm not a Simpsons fan, but I I thought it, I thought it was funny and, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Anything that's got Gainesville in it, we can, we can spin. My first thought was that Florida state Seminole writer (laughs) on the Simpsons. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, I'm like, okay, there's an FSU writer over there. Yep. (laughs) Right on. But you didn't see it. So, no, so but I know people. About. I know people pay to get made fun of, so <laughs> you know, gives them some exposure. That was interesting. I, I really laughed at the part where it showed the prices of flying into the Gainesville airport. It was like yeah. nineteen dollars to fly in, and but like a thousand nine hundred ninety nine to fly out. Yeah, I saw they didn't. They didn't particularly like that over there at, <laughs> at GNV Airport. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't imagine. So, <laughs> so we're right, right on. So, how long just have you guys been in business total? Like, um, so I've been since 2013, so like five years. Okay, and you, Ty? Yeah, it's just been, uh, I guess, under 20 months through Best of Gainesville. Okay, yeah. So, with that, what has been the biggest challenge to date for you, Peyton? Um, I mean, I'd say for me, the biggest challenge was well, you know, I use the term in business very lightly, you know. Like I said, how we started, um, it was a slow ramp up to now having like a full print magazine and like all kinds of crazy stuff. I think the biggest like challenge or biggest surprise was just like how much work it actually takes, you know, doing it alongside taking classes um, and everything like that. And just the fact that, you know, if you got to do something, if you got to edit the magazine or there's like pages that have to be done, like no one's going to be like, hey, make sure you do that. Or like, oh, don't worry, like I'll take care of that. Like it's got to be you at 3 a.m. the night before doing it. Otherwise, it just doesn't get done. Um, so that was definitely a interesting transition from just, you know, doing it for fun to doing it like, all right, this is legit. So 
What about you, Ty? Same kind of thing. You know, I started it not to make it a business. Um, and I do a, a few other things too. So this is still the side gig that's turned into something that takes a lot of time. Um, you know, now having a price sheet and having music festivals reach out and, you know, UF reach out and other people reach out that, you know, expect kind of uh, it to be a professional experience, trying to turn it into to exactly that and delivering it. Um, you know, Instagram makes it kind of easy because they give you good analytics. But, uh, you know, if you don't post on the right time and you don't deliver, your business fails pretty quickly. And I think we've done a pretty good job about, uh, you know, showing up and doing the right thing and delivering. Um, but it's but it's a battle. And, you know, as well as I do, probably as both of you guys do a simple what looks simple on the outside, just a post. It can take forever. Um, to get right or to find the right thing. And, you know, I never thought I'd be as particular as I am. And I'm, you know, I'm pretty chill and not that particular in real life. But in, in Instagram, you'll get called out real quick if it's not if it's not good. And, uh, you know, so I, I stress over that probably more than I stress over anything else, which is super weird. Um, but it's a, it's a learning experience. I feel and, like uh, Instagram in a lot of ways is an art. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean by that, like, and we just got finished working with an influencer, a local influencer, and like her Instagram account is beautiful. I mean, she definitely knows branding and how she's developed her personal brand. It's just incredible. You like go through the feed and you're just like, oh my gosh, like all the pictures have a very similar look, similar colors, but they're all different. Yeah. You know what I mean? It has the same feel, but they're all different. And I'm just constantly surprised by, and it, like even the skill, like you said, like the right time to post, they just changed your algorithm. Like you should not use 30 hashtags anymore. Like they're penalizing for that where that was like the thing. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I'm constantly seeing more and more and more and just constant changes. I mean, is there a way that you stay up on the changes or you're just, you're just constantly in it and you're just figuring it out? Yeah, usually just constantly in it, figuring it out and honestly just looking at better accounts and you know trying to catch trends maybe before they happen. Um, you know, but we do a lot of curation. Um, so what's cool about Best of Gains was we we reach out to these kind of personal brands and these amazing local photographers and foodies and whatever. Um, even people that come into town for a you know for lunch or whatever. There are some people that are coming in and doing something, and we get to use those photos sometimes, which is awesome because they're a lot more talented than I am. Um, but yeah, I'm always super impressed about the you know the ones that like color code it according to you know what season it is or you know it's it's amazing and uh, you know I'm I'm just trying to stay up to date and make us look not not horrible. So <laughs> I think you're doing a great job, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> I like it. You got what twenty something thousand followers now? You said right? Yeah, twenty four. So dang, you're doing something right. Yeah, we'll have to do something fun for uh, for twenty five. So I'm now, open to some ideas. That's awesome. I think everybody should take a lesson in you and being a resource because I think so many people get on social media because I'm extremely passionate about social media. I think so many people get on social media and they just start promoting themselves all the time. It's like promote, promote, promote. I got this sale. I got this sale. You know, come in and buy 20% off, yada, yada, yada. It's always the same thing. And then yep. they think that it's just about putting their product and their sale in front of 
you know, people's faces and like, but it provides no value. And when you kind of really do the opposite, when you become a resource and people start reaching out to you, it's it's the same thing. I I (laughs) snuck myself into the um, UF parents of the class of 2022, right? It's a face private Facebook group. And I got in there and I'm just like, yeah, I'm just here as a, as a resource. You know, I've been in Gainesville for 18 years. Like if I can answer any questions, let me know. And they, so they get in there, they start talking, they start asking questions about Gainesville, whether it's about restaurants or whether about stuff that's happening at the university or what dorm should they stay in or, you know, just a a bunch of random questions. And I'm just getting in there and I'm just answering them. Yeah. Right. And then everybody's like, Colin, you know, you know quite a lot. <laughs> like, do you have a, a kid that's going to the University of Florida? I'm like, ah, not yet. I'm just somebody who is in here as a resource. I've been in Gainesville for a long time. Never once said, buy a scooter from me. Yeah. Never, not one time. And then, and then somebody says, well, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I own a, a local scooter company. Oh, a scooter. I mean, you know, that's something that we actually have thought about for transportation at campus. Can you tell us a little bit about your business? And that creates the conversation, right? But it took it took a lot of, you know, giving value. And, and that question might not have never come up and I never would have plugged my business. You know what I mean? But it just naturally came. There was, there was no expectation of me to get any business from anybody in the group. It was just serving you know, this, this group who, who needed it. And then, you know, I think maybe it was just a little bit of karma came back around yeah. and hopefully one person in the group buys a scooter from us. And it's definitely one of those, I don't know, it's just a, a different type of marketing in a way, if you can even call it marketing, you know what I mean? It's just that what goes around comes around, I guess. Yeah, it's just community building, but and I think that's important. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so final question and it's all about Gainesville. Like, what is like? What's the most interesting thing to have ever happened to you in Gainesville? That's a tough one. All right, I'll I'll start. Okay. Um, you know, I don't know if it's the most interesting, but it's just a a really awesome moment. And uh, when I was in school, we won two football national championships, two basketball national championships. And yeah, we the, did. Uh, yeah. So the first football <laughs> national championship in 06, I didn't go uh, to Arizona when we beat Ohio State. I went to the the next one when we beat Oklahoma and Miami. Um, but uh, I had a house in the Gulf View neighborhood by uh, by UF and uh, by the UF golf course. And uh, the golf team was pretty friendly with the basketball team. So we had uh, we had some of the basketball players in our house watching the game. We had Joe, we had Al, we had Corey in there, Torian. And, uh, you know, that game was amazing. And marching up second Ave, getting to university for the, uh, you know, the, basically the street celebration when people climbing the light poles and on top of cars, you know, that was just kind of one of those vintage nights that, you know, you wish could last forever. Um, but that was just, it was super cool. Cause you know, I grew up here. So when we won in 96, I was, I guess I was nine or I was eight. And, uh, you know, you celebrated a little differently when you're eight versus sure. in college. So, you know, it was, it was just super cool. And uh, just one of those one of those nights from the, the whole day, you know, watching the game of the house to marching up the street and and really seeing kind of almost UF come back to like what I remember it being when I was growing up. And, you know, that kind of set the the trend for us you know, becoming basically the city of champions or whatever you want to call it. Um, that kind of era of excellence, which was, which was super cool to be involved in. And it's going to come back, baby. Yeah. I think we're on the edge. It's going to come back. 
Peyton, did you All right. figure it out? I have a funny one. I, it's Gainesville-based. It, it didn't exactly happen in Gainesville. So when I was a sophomore, like the you know at the height of doing all the cliche college things, uh, ordering a lot of pokey sticks, like cheesy sticks every night and everything, I was on some plane to like Ohio or some weird place. And I was wearing, I always wear UF stuff when I'm not, you know, when I'm not on campus. And this guy behind me was like, hey man, go Gators. And I was like, oh yeah. You too, or whatever. <laughs> I never know how to respond. I usually just try to say it louder than them. I just say "Go Gators" louder than they did, so that they feel like camaraderie. Um, but this guy's like, "Oh, you go to UF?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "Oh yeah, um, I own Gumby's Pizza." And I was like, at the time, it was like my idol. And I was like, "Do you know how many cheesy sticks I eat?" I was like, "Do not tell my mom, who's right next to me." But um, it was just really cool, just to like to be anywhere wearing, you know gators clothes and still have that like community of you know people and that's just one of like so many like crazy meetings i've had with people that are like from gainesville so yes that's an awesome story too i think being from here and then moving the west coast you know the even in las vegas like the las vegas gator club was pretty awesome um and you know i think i probably see gator stuff more than i see other campus stuff just because i'm kind of looking for it right but you know everywhere i seem to go if it's europe or the west coast or wherever if if we're not if we don't have the most gear out there people like you know feeling you know saying a go gators or whatever we, we got to be close um and i think that's kind of the special aspect of what we're trying to still build here locally um because globally it is a it's a brand and it's well known and people have a great feeling about it so just trying to connect that community back and making it more special, I think all three of us are trying to uh, kind of do the same thing on that level. Well, guys, any last words for the community before we sign off? Go to thecrocodile.org. There you go. Yeah, follow Best of Gainesville on uh, Instagram and look for some cool, uh, some cool stuff coming. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for being here. It was an honor to have you on this very first podcast. I uh, admire you both so much and what you're doing in the community and uh, can't wait to work more with you guys. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. See you guys later. Bye.